Welcome to the Invino Fab podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Patrice. Invino Fabulum means in wine story. And there are so many tales that need to be told about women from all walks of life and their communities, paired with wine, of course. The Invino Fab pod is a place to learn and a space to share stories about work, interests, passion projects, issues, and random wine facts. It's a new year, Patrice, although it doesn't feel like one. Uh, usually at the top of the year, we always reflect on or plan ahead for resolutions, intentions, or practices. What do you, what do you have on your roster for 2021? So I don't typically have um, New Year's resolutions per se, um, but I certainly do try to think of it as a time to reflect, you know, and think about what are, you know, what are some goals that I want to accomplish over the next year and what are some things that I want to do. Um, And one of the things that I had been doing um, very effectively that had really, really helped me a lot was bullet journaling. And I couldn't exactly tell you when I kind of (laughs) never opened my bullet journal again, but I think it was somewhere near early pandemic. (gasps) And um, I just, as the year went on, just watched my desk become increasingly covered with sticky notes and scraps of paper and whatnot. And so um, with the new year, I did take out a shiny new journal and my markers, and I have been trying to um, trying to get back into the habit of that. You know, and as and part of that is tracking different things that you want to keep track of, right? Whether it's um, a task list, books you're reading, exercise, how much water you drink, like you know, it's it's useful for a lot of different things. And for those of us where it helps us to know that we have to check something off or fill something in, it can be very, um, it can be very effective. And something that I'm trying to incorporate in that as well, which I really have not done, is taking some time in the morning to just reflect and journal, you know, kind of reflect on the day before and think about, you know, like, what is my intention for the day? So that um, I, what day is it? The 11th? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not at hundred percent success on that, but I I am working, but those are a couple of things that I'm, I'm, I'm working on. We've talked about bullet journals, but for our listeners, I'll put a link in the show notes. But essentially, I love that idea of it's a system to organize um, reminders, to-do lists, brainstorming, all into a single notebook. And you can make it whatever you want. There's no right or wrong way. And there's some creative uh, things you can add in. You can do some doodling, some writing. It's a good way to check things off. Um, I am not doing anything consistent like that. Um practices is what I'm thinking about this year because I always think like resolutions are like things you you always are forcing yourself to do and intentions are good but what are you going to do in action so practices that I'm trying to work on um I'm not I'm not doing anything silly like a dry January my my January is more damp uh there there is it's some balancing is what I call it um I I think it's uh practicing things in moderation so making sure that I and um, it, everything from eating, drinking, fitness, because I think if I get too thrown into something, um, I, I don't want it to one consume everything I'm doing and also have a bit more balance. So some of my practices will be around 
um, feeling when I'm actually hungry, running as much as I want to be running and not living up to some sort of other goal or thing that's like, I'm not running for a weight or a marathon anymore. So doing things out of pure like joy instead of just tracking. So I'm trying to track less, practice more and doing some of those things, um, you know, more leisurely knowing that I want to do something active every day uh, for an hour. What's that going to be? Is it going to be running? Is it going to be some yoga? Is it going to be meditating instead? Like, so I think that's kind of one thing I'm thinking about more and practicing more gratitude. And I think we talked about this at the end of 2020. I don't think I write about that enough. And so instead of just journaling, like I have before, I might be doing more gratitude things. So I might journal or I might write a letter or postcard to someone, or I've been thinking about emails to people to thank them for different things. Um, So reflecting on kind of who's helped me get to where I am or be the best me or support me along the way. So I've been thinking more about putting gratitude out into the world. And I I don't know. I just miss, and I like real, real mail, snail mail. So uh, I don't expect it from anyone, uh, but I think it's always fun to receive um, a non-bill item or junk mail. So I think I'm thinking more about that for this year is a practice of um, sending out some gratitude to people. And I don't know, that was, that's all I had really. I was hoping for some ideas from you of other things I could work on um, that I might be thinking about this year. So I, I think another thing, In addition to it being a new year, it's a new, for us, it's a new semester. And so with a new semester, one of the things that I've been reflecting on is things like meetings at work and how we run meetings and, you know, are there different ways to run meetings that might be more efficient and engaging and also help us with our processes. And I was actually... um, doing something with Whitney Kilgore and she mentioned the book. I don't think we've talked about this yet. The surprising power of liberating structures. No, tell me about that. And um, so I only, uh, the book just arrived over the weekend. So I'm only just starting to dig into it. Um, But one of the, one of the aspects of it is, you know, like thinking about how to make your meetings less structured. And so, you know, one of the examples they have is um, having a handful of questions with, um, you know, blank space under them, and then starting your meeting with 15 minutes of just quiet time and just letting people answer those questions. And then you might like, you know, like look for themes and discuss them afterwards you know, as a way to, you know, just give everyone a voice. And then, of course, you know, you have everything down on your paper. Um, But I would say, as as I've been flipping through it, you know, definitely has a flavor of like, game storming and design thinking, you know, that kind of that kind of theme. And it has different approaches, depending upon if you're trying to solve a problem or doing goal setting, you know, like depending upon like, you know, um, Mm -hmm. what you're doing. Um, But so anyway, I'm excited to try something a little bit new and mix things up a little bit from that, that perspective. I love that. I think it reminds me of like, you could also have a Google doc and everyone pick a color and they could write down their thoughts and things like it's a, yeah, it's totally crowdsourced some ideas. People really want to feel like they're contributing to a meeting. 
Um, and I think that's great. A book that I got in the mail. Since you just talked about a book, I'll toss one in. Um, I got a few of them. And since I'm working around the world of work, um, one of them is called Working Identity. And that's by, um, I think it's a Brer's name, Unconventional Strategies for Reinventing um, Your Career. And so this is an older book. Uh, Herminia Ibera wrote this a while back. And uh, it's interesting to think about um, how people are wanting to be more fulfilled. And you know that I'm, I'm doing some coaching in this area. And I, I'm reading it because I think identity at work and professional really means something a lot. And it's interesting to talk to folks. Um, funny enough, the other book partnered with that is uh, Burnout. Uh, you may have heard of this book. Um, Burnout. This is The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle came with it, which is also related to working identity. Um, and that's from Emily and Amelia Nagoski, the sisters. Oh, is that the book that the podcast that Brene Brown had on probably. Yeah. And I, and the other book came designing your work life. So you can see where my theme of life and working is. I do think a combination of people wanting to be doing meaningful things and feeling um, that they live in a work organization culture and or supported by their boss to do the things they want to do. So I, that, that's my, my triple paired reading this um this coming month. And if you ever want to talk about burnout and read it, we could do a, we could do a discussion on the pod. Yeah, I would like to do that. All right. Um, other practices for this year. I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to interviewing some new, new friends. Um, friends we know are going to come on friends. We uh, sort of know, or, or being introduced to. So, and we welcome other guests. That's one of our practices. Like I'd love to reach out to other people that, um, no one knows anything about, or we, we are just meeting for the first or second time. So we'd love to have new voices on this uh, podcast. So that's going to be kind of an effort. I know that Patrice and I are going to do as we meet people virtually and invite them on and come talk about their work, their research, their projects, just what they're interested in. So, um, so be expect to see that in the coming months. Anything else you'd like to do this year for the, the podcast you're thinking about? Um, well, certainly I'd like to do more interviews and, um, I know my, because of scheduling, it's been hard the last several months for me to be able to fit it in. So that actually, that is one thing that, um, I, I am try also trying to work on is just is always trying to work on, um, calendar management and, and, you know, allowing space for things like that. So, Certainly, I think what you know. One of my goals is to be present for more interviews, and also I've had a list of people that I've been meaning to reach out to about doing some interviews for the podcast. So working, so working on working on that as well, and you know, possibly thinking about um, you know, are there different like themes or you know areas that we really want to dig into with with people and learn absolutely. About. Hey, this is labor of love, Patrice. So you do what you can when you can. <laughs> we, we do this. We don't get paid. Uh, if any sponsor wants to sponsor us, we welcome it. But we do this because, honestly, we learn so much from the women and others that identify as women who come on and talk with us about the things that, I don't know, every time I meet someone, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is my secret, like, this is my ongoing conference or professional development. So I love it. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. 
Well, I also hope that I guess we could bring more wine back. I got a wine book for my mom. I should have said that for Christmas. Um, I was gifted like a weird, funny book that I will have to crack open and send you. I'll have to do a skim through and see if there's any interesting facts. We can bring some factoids of wine back to the pod. Yes, that would be a good idea. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to this year ahead with you and others joining the podcast. So cheers to this. Cheers. To catch the next episode, be sure to subscribe to In Vino Fab wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at In Vino Fab and we'll always welcome comments and messages sent by tweet, private message, or email at invinofabulum at gmail.com. Cheers. Cheers.